Hey, hey, welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast. I am Mike Gingrich, a business creative and a basketball fan. I'm leaving here together in this podcast to give you practical, no-nonsense resources, social media, business marketing, leadership, and life. Why do I do that? Because the adjustments you can make at halftime can help your business win the game in the second half. You ready to go? Let's dive into this week's episode. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Yeah, you know the song, David Bowie. Am I showing my age now? Hey, this is Mike, and I want to welcome you to another Halftime Mike podcast episode where we are talking about Facebook and social media changes. It's the week ending August 5th, and this is going live the following week. We want to talk about what's happening because things are happening rapidly. But first, I have a special promotion to announce. I want to make sure that you get entered for a chance to win free tickets to Social Media Strategies Summit in New York City. The event is coming in October of 2017, and there's a chance to enter with the Halftime Mike podcast to win free tickets. You're going to register by coming over to this podcast episode. So come over to mikeingrich.com and look for the podcast link. And once you click on the podcast link, click on any of the most recent posts like today's episode on social media, Facebook and social media updates. And there will be a link to go to the form where you will enter the special halftime mic chance to win free ticket to the social media strategy summit in New York City. Winners are going to be announced in late September. All right, so let's dive into today's episode. We want to cover a number of changes, starting with Facebook. We're going to take a look at Twitter. Uh, we're going to take a look at LinkedIn, YouTube, and a special oldie but goodie that you need to know about. So stay with me until the end in this episode. First, uh, the big change in Facebook that happened last week was stories going public. Now, stories is that little feature, uh, the bubbles of circles of people at the top of your app, and then the camera icon in the top left of your app where you can create content a la Snapchat-esque that is able to be you know, modified, doctored, edited, and disappears in 24 hours. So it's the last 24 hours of activity. You can do photos, videos, and you can doctor them up with text filters, um, all kinds of things. So it allows you to stream together what's been happening, where you're going, what you're doing. And uh, it was similar to what Instagram has, of course, with their stories feature owned by Facebook. And Facebook's own uh, stories area is now gaining some steam. And this is a big move because before it was only for your friends that could see your stories, but now you have the option in the story to make it public. So those with um, public followers on your profile, they may not be your friends, but they follow you, uh, and, and you will have the opportunity to post to them. So it expands your audience. This is only for profiles at this point in time, but it's showing you that Facebook is making changes and moving forward in a, a creative way, in a, in, and it's showing that Stories is capturing attention, capturing some traction, and they're looking for ways, people are watching them, so they're looking for ways to expand this. They're always looking for, again, to connect people and a place where they're, that, that more people can spend more time on Facebook. So uh, Stories now is the opportunity to go public. And, and again, it's only for profiles. You know, marketers are all uh, 
waiting, 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 you know, lathering at the mouth, frothing for the day when it goes live for pages and we will explode on stories then to talk about our last 24 hours like we can do now with Instagram. It's not there yet, but this is another step in the direction that shows it's getting attention priority from Facebook. So I want you to be aware of stories and the opportunity to go public because in what's it going to do if you go public, you get more eyeballs, you get more activity. So you might even be able to um, market something, you know, to, to your public followers and uh, do that through Facebook stories. Let them know what's happening, you know, your next event, your next um, product release, you know, th those types of things are all possibilities. Okay, let's move on to a next update that just recently happened, Twitter. You know Twitter. They are definitely struggling in the U.S., uh, losing users. And the last quarter, it's reported they lost 2 million users. And that's not good, right? Okay, when you have... Um, Fewer people on the platform, um, it's in less engagement, it's a place that some people are considering, do I spend time there? So they're trying to work at that and they're testing a monthly service to remote your tweets and your profile, a monthly service, so you would pay monthly. Now, why are they doing this? Because uh, profits are also dropping. Not only are users dropping, but eyeballs um, are dropping and their money, monetary means is dropping, so they're inventing some unique ways to try and grow sales. The latest plan is $99 a month. It's a service that will automatically amplify, they say, a profile and tweets for 30 days. They include analytics with the service so you can gain, see your gains in reach, engagement, and followers. Bottom line, you know, it's another stab to see if this is something that catches on. And for marketers, you know, if your brand has a Twitter account, should you consider it? Uh, it's a way to not do an ad, and you can cancel any time, any month. Um, but it may give you the ability to get the kind of reach, engagement, and follower growth that you're seeking. So we need to take a look at this in a little more detail, see what that kind of uh, engagement and followership looks like. Is it the kind of people will you be able to target those? So to, yeah, you need to take a look at those things, but just watch for this uh, monthly service opportunity. Yes, it is $99 a month, but uh, think about that in terms of ad spend. You know, you have to compare uh, what you could get in, because I'm not a big fan of uh, Twitter ads. So, you know, again, if, if the, a industry, a business uh, needs to have a decent presence on Twitter, this might be a way to go. Okay, next up in your must need to know social media updates is LinkedIn, all right? On LinkedIn, you now have the ability to add multiple images to a LinkedIn post. This comes on the heels of them allowing you to have native video on LinkedIn and now multiple images in a post. Both great additions, both uh, sorely needed, both past due, both now present. And because we've been able to add multiple images to Facebook, uh, page posts forever and now LinkedIn finally stepping up their game and getting with the show. Uh, why is it uh, important? It's because, uh, oh, and I should say this is oh, only available to Apple device users presently. Sorry about that, Android folks. Um, but they say it's coming soon to Android, so hang on. Um, also, for those of us uh, using LinkedIn on desktop, it will be there as well, but it's rolled out to Apple first. Almost forgot to mention that, and that is an important item to note. Bottom line, it's helpful, it's overdue. How can you use it for your events, for your seminars, for your workshops, for your product releases? 
uh, where you want to show showcase multiple images of something to to show tell the story, see it from different angles, different sides, you know, all of that. Um, opening up all those kinds of things that can help communicate more. People look at visuals. Okay, so these visuals will be in the LinkedIn newsfeed, and that's where people are spending time. So it allows you to tell a story, drop a link in there uh, to, for them to go out to a website to look about that later, and uh, it should help get a little bit more attraction, a little bit more engagement, a little bit more time spent on LinkedIn. So use that uh, as it comes out, first for Apple, then for the rest of the world. Now, on to YouTube. It's time to say goodbye to YouTube Editor on September 20th. Uh, this was your basic, simple video editor to edit YouTube videos, but they are discontinuing it, sorry to say. And the bottom line is, seems like many people don't use it. With all the smartphone apps and other tools out there, they're focusing all their efforts on building new tools and improving uh, other ones. And so they are putting YouTube Editor uh, not only on mothballs, but to rest. Now, there's still a question out there. So if you're a Chromebook user, you know, you don't have a um, software on your machine, what are you going to do? Users to edit videos uh, when they can't download software, such as a Chromebook user. Uh, you know, there's things you want to do. You need to trim, you need to uh, blur filters, all those kinds of things. And maybe you're going to be forced to use mobile apps, uh, uh, you know, tablet apps, that type of thing. There are ways around it, but um, it's, you know, going to impact those who have used it in the past. But I guess. The reason they're ending is because they're saying that many people have not used it. Have you used it? I have tried it. I don't use it, and I'm not going to miss it. But uh, I do recommend some other uh, video editing apps, and I'll link to those in this article at the bottom. Okay. Uh, next up, and this is the last one and the one that I kept secret to you. And I said, you got to stay with me to the end to know what this social media update is. And that is that Flash by Adobe is officially going to be dead. Okay. You might have thought it's been dead for a while in the sense that you shouldn't use it. Um, you are right in that. But people still have. And there's still websites out there that did. And, of course, they don't work on mobile devices at all, especially on Apple devices, Safari. Um, you know, we always think about the... Flash sites. Remember all those flash sites? I mean, you, you got a lot of drama with the flash site. All the bells, whistles, music, all those kinds of things. And it got animations, but it has seen its time, and it is time for it to go from the interwebs. Um, the web evolves. Browsers evolve. Mobile users have increased. Flash needs to go. Finally, Adobe seems to be also recognizing that and committing to that. They've been pushed out of the space by others, by Apple, by browsers, and they are now getting on board with that. Good news, we'll we won't have to be subjected to Flash websites in the long run. Bad news, it's not going to go away completely until 2020. So we got still like two and a half years left of a wind-down process. Now, uh, what's important to you, if you still have some element of Flash on your website, some image area or something like that, please, it's time to update that, to get a new website, to get a, a new area there that's HTML5, 
Flash has officially been put on life support with a pending death outlined date set. It is imminent. Adobe Flash finally going away. All right, so uh, all kinds of updates. And now I'm getting ahead of myself because this was last week's news, but the biggest news out there is that on Instagram Live, uh, they're just beginning to roll out dual broadcasts. So you can go live on Instagram and invite someone else in, a viewer, to come in. Just like Facebook has, they're bringing that piece over. It's in Instagram Live. It's not rolled out to all users. That is cutting edge, leading edge, special news for you that uh, is not even part of last week's update. That is like last 24 hours update. That's how fast these things happen, folks. So uh, with that, I want to wrap things up. That's your update. Just trying to keep you updated on what you need to know, why it's important, and what you should be thinking about because of that. Now, remember again, I want to offer you that uh, chance to win tickets to the Social Media Strategy Summit in New York City. That's going to be a great social media event. I think we're the best one on the East Coast. It's coming up in October, downtown New York City. You have a chance to win through the Halftime Mike podcast. Come on over to MikeRanch.com, click on the podcast. You'll be able to uh, see the link under my resources. Uh, in the post and get to that area where you will be able to register for those free tickets. So with that, there's going to be more updates next time I come around. But with that, I want to sign out today, the Halftime Mike podcast. And again, my theme is what did you learn in this halftime break that you need to implement now in the second half to be successful on the web? What is your key takeaways? Go do it. All right. Take care. This is Mike over and out. Alrighty, thanks for listening to this episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast. Remember, what you do in the second half is the outcome of the game for your business. What's the next step you need to take today to act? Does your business need website software tools or social media help? Come on over and visit me at MikeEnglish.com. I'm also available if you want me to speak at your next event. Visit MikeEnglish.com slash speaking to learn more. Join me again for another episode of the Halftime Mike Podcast because I am your no-nonsense guy adding value to you to help you win the game in the second half.